The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily state or reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 3rd of July, 2021. That's right. Tomorrow is Independence Day. I am your host, Bad Billy. Got a pretty good show lined up for you. Yes, in just a little bit, you're going to hear an interview that I recorded with a man named Ryan Knutson. I think that's how it's pronounced, and if I butchered that. I'm pretty sure he'll message me and tell me. Uh, yeah, he's uh, part of a band called March in Arms. They're out of South Dakota, and how ironic that I was just in South Dakota a month ago. Yes, indeed. And uh, in the second hour, you're going to hear from uh, somebody that's been on my show in the past talking about the Badlands Combat Sports Radio Show. I haven't heard from him in seven years, and for the first time tonight, he joins Outlaw Radio for Conservative Talk. Yes, and then towards the end, uh, it's going to be me by myself, so I'll figure a little something to fill in the time. But before I get to any of that, I want to cue one of the latest songs from March in Arms. This is called 1914. And I'll be back with the interview with Ryan right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. Now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio.
Hey there, thrill seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you, you're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah blah drink in a can or bottle, one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey, the best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey. 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. I'm a proud member of the LGBT community. Liquor Girls Baseball and Tacos. Mr. Holland, Mr. Holland, over here, over here. Ma'am, ma'am, please keep it in your pants. Americans are builders, improving on the old and creating something better. But every brick we lay has a foundation, and that foundation is the freedom to speak out, to be able to dare and to criticize and to think. Freedom of speech is the solid ground on which our nation lays, and without it, the structure of America cannot stand. Never forget the First Amendment. Never forget the ground on which we stand. This message brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education Association. First, there was Cranked Up Live. This is Cranked Up Live. Then, Cranked Up went Country. Today's best and tomorrow's greats. Cranked Up Country. Now, Cranked Up Live is back. This is a sizzling hot podcast. Cranked Up Live. Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington will keep you listening, keep you laughing, and keep you coming back for more. Convicted felons will no longer be called convicted felons. Do you know what they want to call them, Curtis? <laughs> no. Justice-involved individuals is what they renamed them. Listen and download the podcasts at crankeduplive.com. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash crankeduplive. Cranked Up Live. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard 1914 by March in Arms, and it is my pleasure to welcome Ryan from uh, March in Arms, of course. They're out of South Dakota. Now, I haven't had a band out of South Dakota since I had Blacklight District on back in 2017. So anyway, I want to welcome Ryan to the show. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Hey, thank you so much uh, for taking some time and uh, joining me here on the show. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Yes, yes. So I want to tell you my first impression of, of uh, you guys is. Um, okay. One of my favorite all-time bands, uh, dating back to when I was little, of course, uh, 
is Slayer and I get a bit of your influence from them. But uh, it's like I get a stronger influence from uh, Man of War because not since Man of War have I heard a band so dedicated uh, to, uh, to military and warfare. Now, the, dif the difference between uh, you, the two bands is, of course, Man of War's embraced the ancient warfare while you embraced the modern warfare. Uh, yeah, um, Man of War, they, they definitely are an influence. Um, the, a lot of the songwriting with the band is um, myself and uh, one of our guitar players. And we're, we're both, we both grew up very heavily into Metallica, but um, a lot of our other influence is uh, power metal. And Man of War is a solidly power metal band. Um, as far as the lyrical content, um, I'm, I, I definitely, I love ancient, ancient warfare and ancient history as well, but, um, what actually influenced, um, the idea of March and Arms was when, it was probably 2003, uh, a band, an American power metal band named Iced Earth came yeah. out with an album called The Glorious Burden. And that album was all about historical war events. And then the B side of that is known as the Gettysburg Trilogy. And it's a three-part um, song. I guess it's three songs, three parts, um, describing the, the three days, the lead-up to Gettysburg and the actual Gettysburg battle. Um, and so I, I heard that, and I was like, God, you know, I really like war history. Cool, someone just did a band where that is all they did. Like, the band was war history. And I, I, I'm really intrigued by World War One and World War Two, And so that's, that's kind of where we land lyrically. Um, although we've we've diverged a little a little here and there to more uh, to more recent stuff, and we have we're writing some stuff currently that that goes back to the Civil War. Um, but yeah, I, I you know I figure if you if you're going to come up with lyrics, I like writing stuff that's actually about something, <laughs> and you got to care about your lyrics to write good lyrics. So um, yeah, that was that kind of I, I kind of seeded the idea for it way back then when we were touring, um, I was in a different band. It was a metalcore band. Um, no Duran DA also. And, um, that, that band had a, had a very different sound. It was, it was uh, all screaming, uh, you know, more aggressive, heavier, heavier band. But yeah, it's, it was, you know, and five, six, seven years of lead up to, to trying to put together the whole March arms idea thing here. Uh, so, uh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, uh, but uh, I just want to make you aware that your signal was fading in and out there a little bit. But I think we caught. The, was it? Yeah, we we caught the the gist of what you said there. So <laughs> let me let me let me uh, walk out here a little bit, and uh, yeah. I'm underneath a metal roof there. This might be better. Yeah, you know, I I mentioned that I was just in South Dakota in, in Rapid City, and I remember having issues with my phone as well, especially when I was in Deadwood. So, yeah, West River is usually pretty spotty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you mentioned Ice Earth. Now um, mm -hmm. I got to tell you, one of my favorite things they did. It's really pretty much, you know, I haven't looked into them quite as in depth because I'm, I'm so focused on uh, mainly the, uh, the less, the lesser known and the indie artists. Mm -hmm. But um, they did a cover of uh, my favorite country song or one of my favorite country Highway songs. Highwayman. Uh, yes, yes. You I know, love that song. 
absolutely. You know, because I, I love. And the cover's what, awesome. Yeah, I love Waylon Jennings. I love Willie Nelson, you know, Chris Christopherson. And of course, Johnny Cash. I mean, who doesn't like Johnny Cash? You know, mm-hmm. and the way they covered that song was just so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's an excellent cover. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I think uh, I can't remember who else joined them in that. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, they 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 just did so awesome with that song. I couldn't have been more impressed. I'm sure Johnny Cash himself was proud to hear that. Yeah, the the uh, Johnny Cash's. Verse was actually done by Michael Paulson from Boldies. Yeah. That's the vocalist on that word. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, also, I, I have to, I believe I read in your bio, I just didn't get a chance to read through all of it, but you have also served yourself in the military? No, I have not. None of us have served in the military. But you're obviously just show, uh, showing the respect that's due that I really feel, and I, if you don't mind, I'd like to get your personal opinion on this, but uh, I'm disgust. Mm-hmm. I'm so disgusted by the way veterans are treat are treated these days, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, cause I lived in Las Vegas for five years, and uh, I wasn't too far from where there was a homeless shelter, and a lot of the homeless people were hanging out, and to find out that uh, probably at least sixty percent, or not more, of those men were veterans. Wow, uh, you know. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know if you if you kind of pick up on it, um, lyrically, but even though uh, I, I obviously haven't served, I, I really try. So I try to put myself in the shoes of people who've experienced combat in the songs, and really, we, we don't really have, you know, some some bands when they write about war, there's some political undertone to it and they're trying to make some some grand point about you know this this is bad or this was just or whatever um i i think you can find laudable um laudable values to soldiers from from many countries and in many many conflicts even even in the even on sides that we look back historically as being the bad side you know i you, you can find plenty of, of videos of Vietnam veterans going back and meeting with, you know, their enemies at the time, XBC. And, you know, they're, they can sit down and hang out and have a beer with each other. And, um, so my, my lyrics are usually trying to focus on the, the trials and tribulations of the combat veteran. So. And, uh, yeah, the situation I'm talking about, I like to call from the foxhole to the shithole, which they don't deserve. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. Nope. And, uh, yeah, if there's any, if there's any group of people that, that need support, I mean, it, you know, I, I don't know if you ever served, but only there's almost like this brotherhood between, and maybe that's, maybe that's why, um, combat veterans, even from, you know, prior adversaries, like they can at least relate to each other because only people that have gone through that can understand it, you know? Yeah. And I, I just, I can't imagine some of the things these guys go through and how traumatizing it is. Um, it's all, it, there's, I, one, one thing I don't like is the, is almost the watering down of, of PTSD nowadays. Cause I mean, someone get in a car accident, oh, they got PTSD and, and, and this, this inference that, well, yeah, I mean, shell shock, that's what we called PTSD before we knew what, what it was. It's, 
we're, we're talking about such wide, <laughs> vast differences between between the levels of of trauma experienced by these people that I guess if you want to say it's all PTSD, then that's fine. But um, some of the things that these guys have gone through is is definitely so much more traumatic that it's it's hard to to lump other experiences into the same thing and and it you know it's it's extremely difficult to overcome some of those things and just like you were saying with the with the homeless problem um there's also a massive um suicide issue with with veterans of of combat as well so yeah yeah i've heard about that too which that's a real shame anyway uh Mm -hmm. anyway shifting gears getting more back onto the positive note now i want to leave that behind um so, like I stated at the beginning of the show, it's not since uh, I had on Blacklight District, and that was 2017 on this show, uh, uh, that's the last time I had a band from South Dakota on. And then, of course, he, here I am a few years later, I'm, I recorded one, one part from South Dakota, and now I'm talking to somebody else from South Dakota. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one thing, uh, when I first started this show... I was living up in Northeast Ohio, and uh, whereas I don't miss the weather up there and the lake effect storms off of Lake Erie, uh, that was horrible. I miss the community, and I miss the local music scene that's there in the Midwest. I mean, we got a pretty good one here in Idaho, no doubt, but it seems like the mm-hmm. very the very best are in the in the Midwest. There, from uh, you know, I'm say I'm going to stretch it from Iowa to Western Pennsylvania, pretty much there. How would you best uh, describe how the local music scene is looking, uh, you know, in the Dakota areas? Um, so going, going back to, to, um, my former band, uh-huh. um, that would have been early two thousands. Then versus now there, there's a lot less, um, young people who are even picking up uh, instruments and playing a lot less young people who are even interested in live music. Um, I, I would say the scene is definitely struggling compared to what it was, um, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And that's, you know, I don't think that's, that's, you know, my, my perspective looking back on, on better times. Cause even, um, some of the younger bands that we've played with, you know, kids young enough that they were still in high school or just leaving high school, which is kind of an advantage you have when you, if you're a younger band starting out, cause you, know, you go around your school and put up flyers and you've got a, you've got a huge network of friends and you get your friends to show up to shows. But even some of these younger bands, they're just struggling getting, you know, bigger turnouts. I mean, I remember we would have local shows with four or five, 600 people at them. And that's just not, it's not happening anymore. Um, so, but you know, I, I hope it's starting to turn around. I, I don't know if this is actually happening or if I'm just perceiving it, but it seems like, um, heavier music and just actually playing instruments might start to become more appealing. Um, just cause it's kind of been away for, for a extended period of time. I think people are starting to find that interesting again and realizing that there's, there's value in that in learning an instrument and, um, uh, you know, seeing a band that's actually playing their music. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully it starts turning around here. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think we haven't gone on tours with this band yet, but, um, I'm not sure what it's like in the rest of the country, but around here, it, it, it has slowed down a little bit, I think. Yes. Yes. And of course, uh, 
I have to ask, uh, you know, it's, I, I looked in, I saw you had, it looks like you have two, at least two LPs out. The last one uh, you released was in uh, 2018, correct? Yes. Um, we really, we originally released that in 2015. Um, and <laughs> we didn't do any PR or promotion or anything for it. We just pressed CDs and had a, a local show and just kind of went around the region and played some shows. And then we decided, um, it, it probably was about halfway through the writing for this newest album. Hey, we need to, we need to kind of, uh, get some seeds out there. So we hired a PR firm and added two live tracks on the digital download to it and, uh, did a full on press release for it, a re-release, I guess in 2018 to kind of prime the pump for this new one. Just, just cause I, we kind of thought it'd be valuable to have, um, you know, people see our name, um, in all these online zines and web forums and things like that. Just so then the second time they see it, you know, a lot of times, how many people remember, remember a band the first time they hear them or first time they hear their name. So, um, that's, that's, uh, 2018. And now the, the latest one was 20, yeah, 2020. And now it's going to be, um, re-released on, uh, so the, I guess the official release with RFL in, I believe it's two days now, July 2nd. So, yes, yes, indeed. Now, uh, of course this, uh, past year has, uh, just sucked for everybody given COVID and everything. Uh, I'm pretty mm-hmm. pretty sure that uh, finding a gig was uh, damn near impossible. But uh, what are the <laughs> what are the positives uh, you think you can take out out of the time frame now that things are starting to get back to normal or so they say now? But what are the positives you think you can take out of this? Um, well, we used we used the downtime to uh, work on um, material for the third album, which were. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there's not five years between, uh, this, this album and the next one. Um, uh, also we, uh, picked up a new bass player and a new drummer. So it was actually kind of nice having, having some downtime just to gel with those guys, work on some new stuff, get our, get our feet underneath us. Um, but yeah, as far, as far as, as far as live music, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of how bands usually make their money is playing shows and, and selling merch at shows. Um, so I guess we really tried to focus on our online sales and kind of boosting our an- online presence. So, um, it would have really sucked if we would have released the album and then had this hit. So what we kind of tried to do was time it as best we could, I guess, so that, Hey, we're going to release this. And we start releasing videos and, and we tried to time that based on when the earliest we thought we could do a show. Um, cause we, we knew there'd be this, this, this kind of sweet spot where people, they haven't been to shows forever and now they're just like sick and tired of being in their houses. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm hoping now kind of is, is, you know, the next few months here, although I, although I've heard, um, that, that really the, the, a lot of the big shows, 20, 2022 is really when it's going to fully come back. And that's, that's mainly just because it takes so long. I mean, if you're going to book even, even like a five, five day, seven day stint, you got to be working on that six months in advance anymore. There's just, there's so many bands out there. Um, unless you just want to be playing people's basements. (laughs) 
so that's why it's just it takes so long for this for the ripple effect to kind of die down on this to get to get fully back to normal so yeah i'm not i'm not really sure there were any benefits to this <laughs> but we took advantage advantage of it as, as best we could i guess yes yes now uh my uh, former co-host he uh liked to ask stumper questions i like to keep that alive for him so uh here goes as a question that's going to make you think a little bit so okay. let's let's say that uh, marching arms makes it really really big and mm -hmm. uh you're going to go on a big nationwide tour, going to go coast to coast, maybe to Canada, Mexico a little bit, travel globally, globally a little bit. You have mm -hmm. three opening slots of bands or musicians you'd like to have open for you. Who do you pick? And it can be anybody past or present. <laughs> like we're so big that we get to decide that? Yes, yes. That's the concept. Oh, man. Fantasy question. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, I don't know the ba the bands that I that I really like. I would be embarrassed having them open for us. I guess um, I'm not sure I could answer that. <laughs> it's cool. I would just feel so ridiculous. I feel so ridiculous saying the bands that I'd want to that I want to have come with us. That it would just it would it would just be totally absurd. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know that. I guess. I guess. Was that? I, I mean, I would love to see. I, I'd obviously love to see Metallica every night. Um, yeah. That'd be a little ridiculous having Metallica open for us, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you made it that big, you know, you never know. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, since sticking with the subject of touring though, uh, for you, what's that dream stage for you? Where would you absolutely love to play anywhere here in the U.S. or globally? Uh, we would love to get over to Europe for sure. Um, that I think our our sound kind of caters to that, um, especially with this newest album. I really tried to focus on um, writing songs where even if you'd never heard the song before, I just wanted to have these big, catchy sing-along choruses, you know? So if, you, if you've never heard the song before, you could hear the first two choruses, and by the time we get to the third one, you probably could be singing along to it. And I think that really, that really plays well over in Europe. Um, they kind of have... Metal over there is, is more like pop music here. Yeah. <laughs> like it's huge. It's so much bigger over there, and there's, there's just there's a totally different atmosphere to it. Um, We've actually, um, before the label picked us up, we were, we pressed, um, a bunch of CDs ourselves and I would say 85% of those we've shipped over to Europe. Um, so that just kind of shows you the, <laughs> the discrepancy between the fan bases, uh, from the U S to there. Um, and I, and I, I just, I would love to go to Europe anyways and just see a lot of stuff there. So, um, in the U S, uh, definitely would want to make it out to the west coast at least that's from from prior touring experiences that always is a very solid place to play um i'd love to do canada too canada's uh, has a better metal scene um and we've been getting a lot of a lot of um buzz in, in um mexico and south america too so yeah 
I mean, I'd be down to, to go anywhere and everywhere. So, Well, it's no surprise that uh, you got any got buzz out of South America. I mean, there's, they're probably going to outdo Europe in the next few years when it comes to uh, being metal fanatics because uh, <laughs> let, let's just say you, you get booked in uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. The concept is uh, basically there, even if you get booked at the last minute, this is what the fans are going to do is they're going to do all the research they can on you, and by the time you mm -hmm. get there, they'll have already memorized your songs. Yeah. <laughs> That's how enthusiastic yeah. they are. Yeah, if, you, if you've ever heard live recordings of Iron Maiden from South America, it's singing along to every, every line, singing along to every guitar melody. I mean, it's just non- stop it, the fans down there are absolutely awesome yes yes indeed so uh as far as the agenda for you and uh any uh, shows or tours coming up uh, anything uh, in the agenda at this time uh we are we we need to start booking some stuff here um we spent we spent so much time getting all this other album stuff together um, that we kind of, we, we unfortunately kind of, and it's partially COVID related too. again, just kind of getting back to the timing thing when you can start booking stuff. So, um, I, I'm hoping, uh, late fall, um, into winter, we start getting some more stuff lined up and can really start, start, uh, branching out around our region. So I, I think our goal, um, at least in the short term here is to be hitting, um, a pretty big radius like Minneapolis, Chicago, Kansas City, Denver, Fargo, you know, and anything in between that. So really pretty broad Midwest region. So, Yes, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, just a couple more questions here. Um, sure. All right. Well, this is one of my favorite questions just because, uh, just because of crazy fucked up answers that I get. Uh, when asking it, <laughs> trust. Mm -hmm. and I've heard I've heard some good answers to this. So, this doesn't matter if you're playing in some dirty dive bar out in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. I mean, some shithole like that that holds maybe oh twenty five to thirty people ma maximum capacity if you're lucky, or mm -hmm. you, or you just booked out Madison Square Garden. What's the craziest thing you have witnessed while performing on stage? Oh, there, I, I, I definitely have a lot of stories from the other band for sure. Um, oh, let's hear some <laughs> of the best. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, um, let's see here. So the, uh, like I said, the other band was, was fairly, uh, aggressive. Yes. Um, there was a place that we'd always play in California called the showcase theater. By the end of a show, when stuff's getting cleaned up, the entire floor would be covered in blood. You'd go into the bathrooms, and there's just blood smeared on all the urinals, on the walls, on the mirrors. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, remember, I, remember, I remember looking up one time. I, I was the drummer in that band, and um, there was a, a bouncer. Just had this guy like up against this 
pole and he's just like banging his head on this pole, like trying to knock him out so he can drag him out of the place. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you, so is that a, is that a good start to the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've heard some, cra- some crazier. Don't get me, don't get me wrong, but that's pretty good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think some of the, some of the best stories we had were just, just the, the places we would stay on. We didn't, we didn't, we would always try to, to stay with people just to save money instead of paying for hotels and stuff. Yeah. And, um, I, at one point my wife was with us and we had just gotten married and this was, this was like our honeymoon basically. I mean, our honeymoon was, was literally a tour. (laughs) <laughs> and so we are the, the number one, like the second question after we'd asked someone for a place to stay was, you know, do you have cockroaches or, you know, is it clean? And everyone's always like, Oh yeah, yeah. No problems at all. And I, I will never forget this one place. We walked in there and the guy flips on the lights and you could just see the floor move and just everything scurried underneath the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And so my, my wife and I had to sleep he, he, this kid lived with his, his parents and, and, uh, his grandma lived there too. And so my wife and I slept in his, his grandma's bedroom on this bed with like plastic sheets on the top with the lights on to keep the cockroaches at bay. <laughs> oh, I've been in a place like that myself. Trust me. I, I understand. <laughs> and cockroaches are so fucking tough to get rid of. I mean, a real, yep. pa- they're a real pain in the ass. Yeah. This one, this one guy I knew kept on getting new computers because cockroaches get up and crash it. And I'm like, you gotta, you're going to mm-hmm. continue paying that money. You're going to finally, uh, deal with the problem. So. <laughs> oh, I, okay. I've, I've got the, I've got the best live, live one for you. Um, All right. So the, that, that band, um, we got booked. Um, it was like a youth group or something that called us and, and they wanted to, to book us for a show. And so we go up and, and we're, we're led into this like gymnasium that was attached to this Catholic church. And we're like, okay, well, whatever, it's cool. And, um, there's all these tables and chairs set up. And we're like, this is kind of weird. And bear in mind, again, this is a band, this is like screaming ass, just like blood curdling metal. And I'm set up on this stage. I have to use wrestling mats to put my drums on because I don't have a rug or anything. And the church bells start going off and in walks the congregation from this Catholic church. Like they just got done with church service. The PA is not like set up on the stage. It's the announcement system for basketball, basketball games. So wherever these people try to walk, all they can hear are just these screaming vocals and you've got old ladies and walkers <laughs> trying to get punched. There's people trying to get brownies on their plates and everyone is just fucking pissed with us. They're just scowling at us. And I, I will never forget looking out like the, the, the priest or the pastor or whatever. He's up at the front and he's trying, like, I could tell he was trying to make us feel welcome. <laughs> and again, I don't even know what, how this got booked. I don't even know. But he's up at the front. He's got his legs crossed. He's kind of like, you know, tapping his toes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The most bizarre thing ever. That was, that should have been in spinal tap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a damn good one that I had never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. 
<laughs> and, 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 you know, I mean, we, we of course just totally went off and just played our asses off. Cause it was just, it was, you know, if we're already there, like why even, why even hold back? So I, I mean, I, by the time I got done playing that set, I was as sweaty as I'd ever been. It was just, it was so ridiculous and absurd. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Final question. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that one. That's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's say a group of kids, you, you mentioned younger generation don't want to do this no more, but, uh, Say a group of kids, ages 15 to early 20s, approach you and tell you they're going to start a band, get in this business. Mm-hmm. What advice do you think you'd give them? Work your ass off. <laughs> you, you just, I mean, you are, you are going to be disappointed so many stinking times, it's not even funny. And you've just got to keep going. Like, there, there is, no one is going to hand anything to you at all. You've got to absolutely work your ass off you've got to practice your ass off. You've got to play some of the shittiest shows you'll ever play in your life. And you just got to keep doing it. And, and at those shows, I mean, if there's three people there, you've got to play like there's 20,000 people there because that's the only way you're going to develop a reputation. If, 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 you know, 10 people see you and you're just lame and you suck, they are never going to see you again. And they're not going to tell your friends about that, about you. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a hell of a snowball to get rolling, to get a band to be successful, but you, you, you've got to be absolutely relentless. So that's the advice I'd give. <laughs> All right. Well, Ryan, once again, I thank you so much for your time here on the show. Um, we're going to get ready and uh, get to a music set here where uh, we're going to play three more songs by March and Arms. Before I get to that, uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and uh Give yourself a plug. Tell the listeners where they can find Marching Arms. You got social media, got a website, Reverb Nation, iTunes, Spotify, and all that good shit. Yeah, look us up. Like us on Facebook. Uh, we're on Instagram at Marching Arms, and uh, our website is uh, marchandarms.bandcamp.com. Um, we've got a lot of stuff for sale there, and then uh, check out RFL Records. Um, they are going to be launching the album pretty soon here. I guess they just contacted us today and said they, they've just sold a ton of pre-orders already before the albums even come out. So yeah, hopefully you'll hear, uh, from more, more from us. And, um, we're going to be, we just recorded a live, um, set of, uh, songs from, from our most recent concert here in Sioux Falls. And it, I mean, it's, it was epic. We had this huge 25 foot video screen behind us, flames and lightning bolts and all sorts of shit. So uh, RFL will be putting that out um, in August, I believe. So keep your eyes open for that. You know, uh, no artist that I've had on my show from uh, RFL has been a disappointment. So I'll say that. Well, right. good. Yes. Good. All right. Well, hey, I want to wish you the best of luck in your uh, future endeavors and uh, look forward to seeing and hearing what you're uh, going to be coming out with uh, here. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. All right. You take care. You too. Yep. And there you have the interview with Ryan Knutson of March and Arms. Going to hit that music set. Got three more songs by March and Arms. Plus, I got Nikki Breyer and Swug in the mix. Be right back after this.
This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, did you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? Let's 
Did you catch your wife in a full mount with an unsanctioned opponent? Has your better half gone up three weight classes? Randy Couture, divorce attorney. Have you taken enough of a beating? Are you ready to tap out of your marriage? Then you need me, Randy Couture, divorce attorney. He's right on the case. He'll punch your ex in the face, yeah. I'll save you every dime, even if I have to choke somebody to do it. Keep your house. He'll help get rid of your spouse. Return clients, be sure to ask about our customer loyalty discount. Randy Couture, divorce attorney.
stand up. I want to tell you a little bit about my city, man. In the sports form, you know how we ball. We got two eyes open. Yes, yes. What up, Paul? Swift. What up? Can let's go. My city, where Eric Snow once lived, never won, went to three championships in the hood, and I look for companionships. We all American, match our gangster we is. We the South, East, West, wrapped in one, plus spiritual hip-hop, get prepared for what's to come. Why catch me in the hood playing goalie, don't need a bunch of goons, just me and my broly. Kill over ice, looking at life kind of coldly, some females call them clucks, hit them pass to our homies. My hit Cleveland the stun, Riley up the presidents, Holly use each other with guns. Yeah, watch me Tony park the ball. You should see the cuts and lanes I saw. Three point shooting with one leg at cars. While y'all still playing with the cheerleading bras. My city, we like the Olympics. We all American. Come on, baby, take a picture. My state, Ohio. What game you wanna play? The Cavs is here, not just a football state. My city, we like the Olympics. We all American. Come on, baby, take a picture. My state, Ohio. What game you wanna play? Blue Jackets here, not just a football state. My city, where Mike Dawes once roamed. Right. That NFL tripping, you can come back home. But here, Fez is always blitzing. Regular laws, keep jumping off sides and ain't no whistles. Flags are pistols, everybody's showing them, throwing them. All the wide receivers, cornerbacks holding them. That's why I switch up, no hands in this. This is soccer. Me and my homies not fighting, but they're popular. Me, I just tag along, kicking the ball. Wait to score a goal off the head on y'all Watch how I pitch this curveball Throwing my dears, watch me swing the bat, Mr. Ball Three strikes, three outs, my turn to bat Keep my eyes on the ball, stay cool and relax I make contact, fix a home run Matter of fact, a grand slam, can we won? My city, like the Olympics We all American, come on baby, take a picture My state, Ohio. what game you wanna play? Cincinnati Reds is here, not just a football state my city, we like the Olympics. We all American. Come on, baby, take a picture. My state, Ohio. What game you wanna play? Mexican soccer is here, not just a football state. My city, we'll keep McLeod be hanging. You'll catch Marion Jones type females out slanging. That's right. Too many on the field, not on the track. Running up on potential, trying to be a cage rat. Not me, uh-uh, I keep from racing. Think about much power I'm finna have and get the pace. You think about the money for me, don't think of taking. I speed up when it's wartime, I leave stinking. Soon, watch me jump these hurdles past you. See, the older I get, the more wise and the more fast. You know I got white in me, so I'm good with skis. Especially when them loggies talking about freeze. I dress warm, we go past them. So now it's downhill, you right, I can't see y'all. Past that, look, I'm coming skiing downhill. This golf city, have two eyes open when you come in my city. Like the Olympics, we all American. Come on, baby, take a picture. My state, Ohio. What game you wanna play? The Browns is here. This is a football state. My city, we like the Olympics. We all American. Come on, baby, take a picture. My state, Ohio. What game you wanna play? The Buckeyes is here. This is a football state.
There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your hunter athletic gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train. What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This is the Second Amendment of the United States of America's Constitution. This Second Amendment, the right of law-abiding Americans to privately own and possess firearms, is under attack like no other time in America's history. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have pledged to take away your Second Amendment rights through gun bans, gun confiscations, and government regulations. Even a gun tax. Do not take this lying down. The time to take action and fight to protect your Second Amendment rights is now. Join the Second Amendment Foundation, the oldest and largest nonprofit foundation focused on protecting your Second Amendment rights. For more information, to join or to donate, visit saf.org. Chaz Mitchell Custom Hats makes and sells custom hats with a Western influence. These hats are not cheesy, one-size-fits-all, except they're not cowboy hat knockoffs. Chaz Mitchell will custom design and build a genuine hat just for you, the way you want it. Chaz will actually measure your head, talk with you about the hat you desire, make it, and deliver it to you. You'll make a statement every time you put on your hat. Originally from Jigs, Nevada, Chaz Mitchell grew up cowboy and alongside his father, Waddy Mitchell. They built their first hats together at a workshop in Elko, Nevada. Chaz recalls his father once telling him, make a hat he would be proud to wear. After years of practice and studying hats and their owners, Chaz knows what makes a good hat maker. It's understanding that a hat doesn't only fit the circumference of the head, but also the personality of the owner. Get in touch with Chaz today, and he'll build you a hat you will be proud to wear. Visit Chaz Hats. That's C-H-A-Z-H-A-T-Z dot com. Yo, bitch! 
baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard, you just heard To No End by March in Arms. Before that, All American by Swug. Before that, March in Arms with Altar of the Gun. Before that, Nikki Breyer with The Unknown Soldier. And starting off the whole set, March in Arms with The Failure. So in just a little bit, uh, we're going to go to Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk with the old friend of mine that has joined me many a times in the past when I was running the Badlands Combat Sports Radio Show. Before I get to that, it is time to reveal... The Outlaw Radio Idiot of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, the Idiot of the Week this week... (laughs) Kind of reminds me a lot of Fresno, because <laughs> that's because he's the same kind of idiot, only he's not blind. Yes, uh, he's out of Iowa, Robert Golwitzer, I think that's how it's pronounced, Robert Golwitzer Jr. Yes, he called in a bomb threat to a McDonald's because he did not get sauce with his chicken McNuggets. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I would say go to uh, go to Twitter, but uh, you'll hear why uh, Outlaw Radio does not have a Twitter account anymore, and that's fine with me. Fuck Jack Dorsey and fuck his, his stage that he's got over there. Yeah, his platform, he can have it, and you'll hear why in the upcoming interview. So uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, all pictures are posted on the... Uh, Outlaw Radio Facebook, I'll provide a link to the uh, article as well. Wow, wow, wow. All right, so with that said, it is time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. I just want to tell you that America is the greatest place on earth. We will make America great again. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk starts now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for this edition of Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk, I want to tell you something real quick here. Uh, my guest, if uh, you used to listen to me when I did the Badlands Combat Sports Radio Show, and the er- very early days when I was on Fillmore and going through my telespace and up through Blog Talk Radio, well, this man has joined me on every single platform now to uh, Internet Radio. Yeah, we used to talk a lot of MMA, but uh, now we're going to talk some politics. I want to welcome back JCM from Chicago to the show. How have you been? It's been such a long time. 
I'm doing okay here in the, the great uh, liberal, <laughs> what do you want to call it, uh, bastion in Chicago here. It's, uh, it's hard sometimes, and you got to be, uh, I used to do a lot of walking. I was a big walker, and I used to like to walk at night, and I found that very relaxing. Well, no more. Yes. No more, because I have bad vision, so I don't drive. So I have to do all my stuff in the daytime, and I like the summer now because it's, uh, you know, it's daylight, 8, 9 o'clock at night. But in the winter, JCM is in the house by 4.30. Hey, because I go on, go on. Because my neighborhood used to be the police district here. This neighborhood is called Jefferson Park in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Chicago is like a lot of cities. Every area has got like its own like separate name, it seems. So we're not as famous as, I guess, Brooklyn or something, the Bronx in New York. But anyway, uh, this used to be, I guess, when I first moved here some well, decades ago now, uh, the safest or one of the safest areas in Chicago. Well, now there's still like a neighborhood newspaper here and things you can, you can read. And, you know, there's... Uh, Shootings now, not as bad as some areas of Chicago, not, not the murder rate here, but still, you have to be very careful in Chicago. Like a lot of cities in this country, any city run by Democrats is going to be a very unpleasant place to live, a very unsafe place to live. And I don't care what Uncle Joe is saying there. Uh, I hope he's, uh, he's probably in bed by now this time. It's just past his bedtime. But... <laughs> But well, yeah, it. it uh, or uh, kind of thing, John. I'm gonna time for his nap anyway. It nap. <laughs> I used. I was respect. I was raised by my father. My father. I'm Greek background. My father was a legal immigrant from Greece. He was in World War II. Legal immigrant from Greece. My mother was born in Chicago, but her parents, both of her parents, were born in Greece, and they came here. But legal, okay, legal. Nothing illegal. Sign Everything. My Signing father the went through book. the whole process and all that. You know what I'm saying? Signing the guest book. Yes, yes. I I completely understand. And yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, these Democrat-run cities: Chicago, Portland, New York. I mean, they're just look at uh, Democrats have the toilet touch. I mean, some people got the golden touch. These Democrats got the toilet touch. You know, the golden touch, everything you touch turns to gold. The toilet touch, and Democrats have it indeed, everything you touch turns to shit. That's Chicago. It, uh, and the, same, the people that they claim they support, they want to help, are the people that are suffering the most. And uh, we were, I guess there is now a burgeoning black conservative movement in Chicago, of all places. There's a radio show on uh, a regular terrestrial radio on Saturday afternoons, uh, Black is Right, and at the, the uh, Post is a former state legislator and I think a former police officer. And, uh, and uh, I think John Anthony, I think is his name. And uh, it's amazing. And people are starting to speak out here. Chicago may be the last bastion. You know, I guess New York now uh, is uh, they regret they don't have Rudy anymore. Uh, what's going on there? But Chicago, what they do here, Billy, 
and I'm not exaggerating, they will talk on the weekend. You know how you give the ball scores? You know, the Cubs 9, the, the whatever, Braves 2 or whatever. In Chicago, they'll say, well, there were, you know, eight people killed last night in Chicago and, you know, 25 injured, and now we'll go to the weather. You know, and, those eight people killed don't matter. I know. Forget I, about this black lives. Their lives don't matter because it was black on black crime. It, it, yeah, it's disgusting. You know, as I mentioned on... Uh, a few weeks back when I was talking with uh, Nate Sylvester, is that I went to college when I was in my early 20s with a kid from Chicago. His name was Riyad King, and he was on the College of Southern Idaho basketball team. And I'll say I got really irritated with him at first because he was constantly having parties and waking me up. And then, of course, then he invites me to the parties, and we start hanging out, smoking a little weed together and talking. But he told me, this is back in the 90s, he, he said that uh, it, was, it was his dream to get out of Chicago. I mean, obviously, he had, he had the ghetto accent and everything, you know, so you can't take the hood out the homie, even if you take the homie out the hood, you know. <laughs> but um, we, still, we were talking, you know, we became pretty good friends, basically. And then we went our separate ways, and then uh, like around 2006 or so, I found him on MySpace in those days, and we started chatting a little bit again. Then in 2007, I get a message on my MySpace saying it's from his girlfriend that Riyadh had been shot. And, oh. and so I ask, I, I say, you give me a little more details on this, please. They said, yeah, so Riyadh, I think he moved to Texas or somewhere in that area. And um, he... Uh, Went, came home because his mother had cancer. And, uh, you know, it wasn't too long after he arrived, she had passed away. And so, of course, he's got to stick around for the funeral funeral and all the family stuff. Funeral happens, and one day later, there's a shooting in the neighborhood, and it's him. But he he was not a criminal. He, he was black shot by another black person. His life obviously doesn't matter. Well, it does. I, I knew him personally. He was a dear friend of mine, and his life mattered. Oh, yeah, exactly. And like I say, they're, uh, uh, what's the saying? If, if you're uh, killed by a, a white cop, you know, that's, that'll make the news. But also, even, okay, George Floyd. If you look at George Floyd's record, here's a man who put a gun to the stomach of a pregnant woman, right? So this was not a, you know, saint like they're trying to do, like oh, Nancy I'm... Pelosi uh, tried to waddle with George Floyd Day, whatever she was saying. Uh, I'm not saying what that incident, that could have been handled in a different uh, way. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they've made George Floyd into a golden calf. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, like here in Chicago, it this may be the I don't know. You know, it, it Chicago has been run by Democrats. I guess the last non-Democrat mayor of Chicago was like in I think the 1930s, Big Bill Thompson, and I guess he was okay, a crook or something. And then the Democrats came in, but they've been in charge. It's literally now, uh, if it's not a hundred years, it's getting awful close to a hundred years of one-party rule. Yeah, you know, we've had more longer one-party rule in Chicago than they had in the Soviet Union. 
actually. And, and then, of course, you're uh, what? Well, not necessarily a neighboring state, but one not too far from you. I don't know when the last time that a Republican has won that state, and I'm talking about Minnesota. I mean, even oh, yeah. even in a huge landslide where Ronald Reagan just crushed the competition in 1984, Walter Mondale still managed to win the state of Minnesota. I think understanding a little bit because that's where he is from. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, and... You know, if it's not for Chicago, Illinois would be a red state because, I mean, there's Chicago and there's Illinois, and they're almost two different places now. Exactly, exactly. Have you heard this movement now of some states want to secede from their state and go to a neighboring state that's more conservative? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that, a- that's making the, uh, that's making, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that wouldn't happen in, well, Illinois, where could they go? Well, Wisconsin goes back and forth. Indiana, maybe Indiana, but uh, Indiana. you're right. Chicago, it's one. It's Cook County and everybody at the rest of the state. And but we overwhelm because of the uh, it's population, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's general population. But you know, I mean, uh, the Democrats have only done one good thing, and that is they have opened the eyes of a lot of people. And uh, a lot of people don't agree with the bullshit they're doing. So, you know, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, all for Trump or I'm not all for Bush, but at least they love their country. You know, it's opening movements like that to where, um, you know, people either they go with the concept of, uh, you know, going with the lesser of two evils. And this time they realize it's the Republicans which we do have a lot of worthless Republicans out there, too. Um, but uh, for the most part, you know, got people like uh, your mayor, um, you know, the one that looks like the creature from Beetlejuice. <laughs> and then, of course, that that stupid drunk uh, Sue Ellen Ewing, uh, what are you, Nancy, uh, <laughs> Nasty Pelosi, kind of remind. she just reminds me somewhat of, Sue Ellen Ewing, I just don't know, because uh, maybe because she's always drunk and causing drama. <laughs> Actually, um, I was on TV years ago. Uh, I, I was when I was working at the Tribune, and I think I was. Uh, they transferred me from Chicago to what they call Rosemont, yeah. which is like a suburb of Chicago. So I would take the L, the elevated train, rapid transit. Okay, so I'm getting off after work one night. And it was, I guess it was like summer, like now daylight. And I see all these people congregating around the uh, station, the, uh, you know, the public transit area there. So I go over there and it turns out it was a TV. They were doing like man in, man in the street uh, interviews or something. So they come up to me and I don't know, but they said, what do you want to talk about? Whatever it was. So I said, uh, term limits. There oh, should be term limits oh, on everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. If the president has to have term limits, why, you know, what's the exception for the Senate? You know, what is the exception in Congress? Why why stay there so long? Maxine Waters has been in there well over, how long, 40 years? Maybe longer? The original concept of the country and the founding fathers was that people would go to Washington, you know, farmers, any, you know, farmers, 
welders, whatever, you know, different, you know, just every day, even doctors, lawyers. But they would go, they would serve a term or two and go back. It was supposed to be a, you know, constantly changing the kind of this, this. But see, they didn't have the foresight. They should have put in term limits back then, too. I guess they just didn't think that people would just go to Washington as a permanent job. Like, okay, Biden, was it, 40 years or a lot, 50 years in public? He hasn't earned a, a nickel in private industry ever, I don't think. Something else I got to throw out there, too, and Biden's going to definitely go in the mix. Oh, there, old creepy Joe, the Chomo. Uh, the one that I know damn well that I didn't vote for. And I, I knew who I didn't like, who I, who I watched lose so badly in the, in the debates. It was, it was just unreal that nobody went to his rallies. And yet Trump packed, packed things to capacity despite COVID. And, you know, I just got thrown off of Twitter. And, uh, yeah, the Outlaw Radio Twitter no longer exists. Neither does my personal Twitter. Jack Dorsey, you can kiss my fucking ass. You want to have a platform that coddles to pedophiles? The lowest pieces of shit there are? You want to have that forum to coddle them and say things like, well, eh, they were born that way and they can't help it. Yeah, they scar children for life is what they fucking do. This is a very personal topic for me. So, and I'm strong enough to say the reason why this is very personal to me is because I was a predator's victim when I was 10 years old. So you try walking a fucking mile in my shoes and understand how we feel about that shit and what those people do. So you want to coddle it? You can have that fucking platform. Fuck you. And then we got Joe Biden sniffing people. All the time, and he's a 14-year-old makes him so horny. What is going on? Is pedophilia becoming the norm? We are actually leaving, I say, going off the path. The This whole LSMFT stuff and transgender and this and that, and oh. I guess now they say on, was it on birth certificates, you, whatever, you don't have to put mother and father. You can put the parent or something. A- uh, like we have the good example here. Our mayor in Chicago is a Lisa Trifecta. She's female Czech. She's okay, African-American Czech. She's lesbian Czech. And she's a married lesbian Czech. And I'm thinking the children, that they have these two mothers, no father in the picture, two mothers... <laughs> How are these children going to turn out? Isn't that child abuse, putting them in that environment? I wouldn't necessarily say that, to be honest with you, especially when I've seen some single mothers do a damn good job, that being my wife before I came into the picture, because her daughter was uh, 13 when I came into the picture, and um, you know she was doing very, very well before then, and I think if I wasn't in the picture, she'd be doing well now. You know, and I mean, I really don't care what, you know, if you have two dads, two moms, whatever, 
as long as as you got proper guidance, you know, and, and um, you know, gay, straight, what I don't give a shit about that. You know, I mean that that's your preference, whatever it may be. You know, but the fact is uh, now, especially after same-sex marriages uh, in 2015, somebody got up on YouTube and said, "Just watch, they're they're after a lot more. They've achieved their goal, but now they're going to be in search of real power, which is really going to corrupt." And uh, you know, in these in these six years, you watch the LBGTQ, ABCD, whatever, you know, just get more and more radical about things. Oh, there are definitely conservative uh, gay people. Yeah. Like, okay, if there was a, if there was an election, a conservative gay against a straight, you know, person, I, I would a liberal straight person. I I I'd vote for the conservative. You know, no doubt about it. And yeah, for I used to work with a a woman who was like a, a single mother. Yeah. 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 I, I, that. Yeah. That you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is the way it should. Part of the problem in Chicago, and this has come up with these, uh, like this conservative radio show, a uh, black-oriented show, they do talk about, though, the lack of a father in the home, that I think it is still probably the norm, especially, like, the, 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 the uh, youth in Chicago, many of them, they don't have, like, you, you still have to have, like, a role model to follow, I guess. And, like, you probably, like, I... Still think of my father, God, God oh, bless yeah. his soul, and my mother both. You know, I, that's probably part of it. it, it, it uh, uh, you've got to have, I guess, I uh, like if I'm walking down the street, this always makes me feel good. If I see a mother, father, and a child, even with a baby carriage or something, that, that uh, it's, I see like, okay, we may disagree on this, I don't know, but I, I see like a normal family and that just makes me feel good that there's still, you know, like I, in my church, you see the, uh, the children and, or even like, okay, my church, I'm Orthodox. We have like altar boys. And I say, well, you know, at least he's not going to be a gangbanger. He's going to grow up and be a decent human person, you know, a decent human being. So I, it, uh, I don't know. And also the, the media, the TV shows, the days of I Love Lucy are over. Yeah, the the, the 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 I don't even watch entertainment. My TV is basically MMA and and some pro wrestling actually, and news, Fox News or something like that. But uh, because uh, like they say, well, Ozzy and Harry was so corny. Well, no, that, nope. I bring bring back the corny days, please. Yeah, yeah, and I think I don't know if you remember the one uh, girl that I interviewed uh, by the. She was out of Oregon by the name of uh, Amanda Bell. If you rem remember some of my past interviews from the Badlands, yep, I got I got something to t tell you about her too. Is uh, she? I went after Fallon Fox, and one person to take my side was her, Amanda Bell, who happens to be an anti-LBGTQ lesbian. Mm, okay. I mean, no, she she stood by my side and and said I was right. Where I started coming under fire because I I what I said about Fallon Fox is you know you let you let transgenders 
so-called transgender women into women's sports. It's so unfair. We ban steroids because it gives you an unfair advantage. Yeah, exactly. It, it, um, it, uh, the same people that want, you know, women's you know, equality for women. If you were to allow, you know, men and women and uh, women's, I don't really follow I don't really follow team sports yeah. that much, but yeah. I don't I know what you're saying. You know, you know, uh, it's you know what I think it is, JCM is uh, I think it's the new way of saying in a very pussified way, mind you, move over and let a man show you how it's done. Hmm. <laughs> so That's it's what, actually the oppos- opposite of uh, well, no. feminism. I, you'd say, yeah, well, yeah. It, it, uh, I guess the thing, too, now they're talking about uh, the bathrooms, uh, oh, I, I guess. Know. Yeah, there, it, there's, there's that. And, you know, I've been listening to a transgender by the name of uh, Blair White, who, uh, if I could ever get her on my show, that'd be a great interview, I think. I mean, but uh, she helped, uh, yeah, she helped expose those because some of them are doing, they're claiming transgender just because they're pedophiles and it's an open door to pray, so they'll say that they're a transgender. I identify as a female and then go in and stalk little girls. That's what a lot of them are doing. Yeah, it's... it's, um it's coming, I guess, even like, okay, if I had a child, I was never married, I like girls, but whatever, it just didn't work out, whatever. But anyway, if I had a child, I think, and I could afford it, no way would I send him to a public school. Oh, because I'm right, I'm right with you on that. Because it, it uh, I mean, could you imagine, or even like they're brainwashing the kids, so what is this, critical race theory, you've heard of that, right? And uh, basically, uh, you could be the Simon just because you're white. You're going to be right, even if you don't. You know, you, you oh. don't have a racist bone in your body, but just because you're white now. So, critical race theory is actually anti-white racism. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And I was told, I've already been told that uh, racism is in the DNA, which is bullshit. I was hearing your interview, uh, not to change, get into another tangent, but uh, I guess it, it's happening in, uh, what, South Africa, right? It, it, oh, uh, yeah. Anti-white racism in South Africa? Oh, oh, it's, it, that's the worst. That is the blueprint testbed for what they, what they want to have happen here in the U.S. I mean, I used to look up to Nelson Mandela, until I found out the truth, what he really was, and that man was a monster. He was a terrorist piece of shit. And, uh, you know, so my views on Nelson Mandela have completely changed. You know, I mean, I, I fell for the bullshit. I'm going to forgive those who oppressed me, and we're going to build this rainbow nation. And everybody's going to live in peace together and there won't be any racism. Yet, um, 
They started a thing called black e economic employment. Basically, if you're and one thing too, if you're white in South Africa and you want to start a business, you have to have a black partner. They've dumbed down the education system because math is racist. So they have doctors in the so-called doctors in the hospital that don't know what the hell they're doing. But uh, the the worst is. And here, here's the thing. I'm giving you a bit of a history lesson here, JCM. Is they're trying to take the page from Native Americans. Now, I am part Cheyenne. I take great offense to this. Because they're all over there. The white man stole our land. Okay, so the Dutch arrived in the 1600s. And the people that were living there were called the Bushmen or the Khoiansan tribes. And they were the only people in Southern Africa at the time. They have darker skin than us, but lighter skin than a normal black person. So they do not like being called black. They are, they are indeed indigenous Africans. They got along really well with, with the Dutch. The Dutch did not kill them. The Dutch did not uh, enslave them. They, I mean, they couldn't enslave them if they wanted to because these people are too small for manual labor. No, the, so they, they worked out treaties and, and all that and, and, and written out deeds that, uh, you know, they traded for the land or they came out to land that was... only thing there was plants and animal life for me. I mean, if there's indigenous people there... Um, you know, that, that belongs to them, leave it alone. You come up to a land where all you find is plants and animals and all that, that's there for the claiming, and you can start a homestead, that's yours. So, you know, but uh, they believe also because the Khoiansan people were so nomadic that if they just pass through and step foot on that land, it belongs to them. No, I mean, uh, the odds are they'll pass through it often, go through it one time and never return to that spot again. Or they'll they'll pass through going going from their summer summer to winter areas, you know. So I mean, land like yeah. land like that is is for the claiming. It's it's not stolen. It's virgin land, you know. But the black people in South Africa, they came from their ancestors came from the north of Africa after the Dutch uh, had already settled there to begin with. So they're, they're no more than settlers themselves from countries like Nigeria, the Congo, Kenya, Ethiopia. You know, that, that's, that's them. I mean, even uh, Shaka Zulu is actually, you know, he's descended from, from settlers. So, so you know... I mean, it, it doesn't matter, too, if they were indigenous or not. In fact, uh, Nelson Mandela comes from a tribe uh, called Kosa, and Kosa actually happens to be a Khoiansan word for angry tribe because the, the, these Kosas came down from the north of Africa and butchered them. Black-on-black black crime that uh, they don't want you to acknowledge once again. Well, the whole history even of slavery here, and this is... Uh, Give me my reparations, stone, damn it. <laughs> I had to do that, sorry. <laughs> it's... Uh, okay, this is not race, but this is true. 
weren't many of the black slaves actually sold by other blacks? Oh, I mean, the, you know. Oh, damn right they were. They're still doing it to this day. There's bl- there are are Middle Easterns buying black slaves from places like U- <clears throat> Uganda and all that. It's still very much alive today. The American slave, though, is is a mix of black, white, and other races brainwashed by Georgie Porgy Soros. And so he's got his pawns doing his dirty work for him. Sl- and also they talk about slavery here, but this is a country, yes, it, it was a, not a good period in our history, but we overcame it. There's redemption. You, you read the Bible, you know, uh, Moses killed somebody. He killed an, Egypt, an Egyptian in anger, I guess, a soldier or something. Uh, other people, Noah, I guess, my priest says he was a drunk. But the Bible is filled with redemption. So the United States, yeah, they did have sins in the past, but we have overcome that. How many people died to get rid of slavery? You know, I think one of the most stupid things is they want to get rid of, like, Abraham Lincoln statues. Now, isn't that stupid? Very. I mean, or, or even Thomas Jefferson. I, I mean, that, that's part of it, too, the left. You know this, Billy, too. The left tries to destroy the history of a country, and that is what they're trying to do now in the United States. I don't even, when I was in school, and I did go to public school, but that was like, you know, the Stone Ages, I guess, but it seemed like we were not taught any of this anti-Americanism. We, we learned real American history. In fact, it used to be in the state of uh, the city of Chicago, maybe the state of Illinois, you had to pass a constitution test in high school. You had to learn the constitution of the United States and pass a test on it. I don't even know if they do that anymore. And that's where I really, uh, that's where I became, I think, learning the, uh, not that I was so brilliant, but I aced that test because I was just fascinated learning uh, of the history of this country. And yeah, from a kid, I, yeah, I was proud to be an American. And uh, we learned uh, another thing, too. That ain't going away. I learned, yeah. I learned the Lord's Prayer. Now, maybe that today that wouldn't go. Maybe it was even wrong then. I learned the Lord's Prayer in a little town in Ohio in a public school. Mm, Not in church, actually, because the church uh, where we, I'm Eastern Orthodox, and uh, there wasn't a church nearby where we had to go to Columbus to go to church. We didn't go that often. But in that uh, public school, they taught us, the teacher taught us the Lord's Prayer. That wouldn't go today. Now, wasn't, those that. were the days, weren't they? I, I, tell, I tell you. I tell you. Wow. No, but, um, you know, like, like I said, too, I mean, South Africa is the blueprint test bed for what they want here in the U.S. And probably what you don't know about what goes on over there, too. And our farmers over here need to start thinking about this. The worst of the worst, the ugliest crimes. I mean, you got your crime in Chicago. But I'm telling you, Chicago don't have shit on the rural areas of South Africa. I mean, Johannesburg has its share of crime. So does Durban. So does Cape Town. And Cape Town's getting really bad, by the way. Um, but the farms in rural areas, it's just absolutely horrible. I mean, farmers being raped. Or they're... they're far, well, their wives get raped, their kids get raped, 
They get and they get tortured for hours on end, having their eyes cut out and put in the fridge. And I mean, you you ready for this one? Uh, hopefully, because uh, you're going to cringe at what I'm about to tell you. Oops, I'm sitting down. Yeah, so go ahead. Uh, this is in uh, Ernst Root's book called "Kill the Boar," which "boar" is a uh, Afrikaans word for farmer. They took this farmer and uh, they sliced his eyelids off, making sure that he could he could not close his eyes and tied him to a chair. While they took his wife and raped her over and over again, and then when they couldn't get it up anymore. They shoved shards of broken glass in her vagina. Uh This is what they're doing in South Africa. And if we're not careful, this is coming to the U.S. You're bringing something up, too. You just hit my brain here. None of this is reported. That's right. That's the next part. The media here. It's a total, like, it it doesn't... uh, when I was a kid, too, not that I was so brilliant, but there used to be just like ABC, NBC, CBS. And I thought to myself, wait a second. They're reporting the same, every station is supposed to be competition. They're reporting the same stories, almost in the same order. Like it was like, uh, and I didn't think of government control or whatever, but it was like they only reported certain stories and that was it. The rest of the world didn't exist, apparently. And like all this stuff, you're talking South Africa, uh, genocides. I think I, I think I privately. I think I told you. Uh, I'm Greek background. There was a Greek genocide uh, years ago. That's never mentioned at all. It didn't even exist. Uh, there's some. There's an effort here. There's a big Greek community in Chicago. They're trying to like get some awareness of that now and, and do some things. But there's so much that has gone on and is still going on in the world that never gets reported. And even Fox News doesn't report it. Oh, I even know. the conservative outlets don't don't report a lot of this stuff. Yeah, they're very quiet about the farm murders in South Africa. I mean, God, little Kayla Meyer, I, I, I think it was one of the latest ones to hit the news of any kind because she was, she was what uh, between the age of six and nine, and she got raped, and they killed her with a shovel. And, and, um, I think it's because it's, I don't know if the finally, even the black jury or judge or whatever finally said, okay, you kind of did this to a kid. This kind of fucked up. Uh, you got to do some time for that. Other than that though, you kill a farmer, rape his wife, kill his wife, whatever. Um, may get a little slap on the wrist. It's not a serious crime. You know, that's seriously how they're treating I'll admit that's news to me. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, you know, you're obviously with, uh, you know, a lot of, I guess it was, was it through the MMA, the uh, EFC, that you, then you just got more into a. Yeah, I started. South fight. Africa and what's, what's going on there? Well, it's, I, after, when, once I started Outlaw Radio, because, uh, you know, at the beginning of the show, I always have a band or musician on. I always get to start out with some entertainment aspect of it. You know, if I, I talked to a rapper out of South Africa who used to, he used to accompany one of the EFC fighters to the ring, actually. So I, I got him on the show, and then, 
you know, I started catching wind of what uh, the ANC government and understanding too that uh, you know that Nelson Mandela, who was part of the ANC, ushered in a terrible era o- over there. He wasn't the savior that they thought uh, that he was made out to believe. You know, uh, like just like George Floyd. You know, they're make, George Floyd was a, a martyr. Actually, George Floyd was a loose was a loose end and assassination is what he was because he was in a money laundering deal. Just like just like uh, Epstein was a loose end that they had to tie up, you know, and uh, I, I have no doubt that coming up, we're probably going to hear about an assassination of the former president of South Africa, that being a man named Jacob Zuma, who who can't uh, count past six and has a has a brain of the about the size of a peanut but um, now he's got an arrest warrant right now for contempt of court and is looking at five years in prison he's threatened the ANC to uh, expose corruption so I have no doubt in my mind we're gonna hear about him either uh, committing suicide or having an accident Mm, yeah, it, um, well, what, okay, I guess to stay on this South African issue, do you see any hope for South Africa? Is there any, like, a, I don't know, counter movement there, or is it, is it like a, is it like a totalitarian state there now? It's become pretty much totalitarian, and, um, the hope, the main hope is if we're going to have any hope for any countries like Venezuela, South Africa, or or anything. Um, we've got to get a real leader in the White House, and we had one, and uh, it was taken from him, you know, because I think, you know, Trump should have, uh, he, he should still be in the White House, as we both know. I mean, that was that was pure election fraud, so they could get Sleepy Joe in there. Um, but uh, it, it was Trump that was actually getting stuff done. If we don't get Trump or somebody like him back in office... All hope is lost. Yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, obviously I'm more closer to the end than the beginning, but I see these, again, you know, children or something. What are they going to inherit in this country? What will this country be like, I don't know, 20 years from now, 50 years from now? Because this is, you know, this was the, the last. Bastion of hope for the if the if the U.S. goes downhill, there's no place else. Yeah, basically. yeah, exactly. I mean, where are we going to go? Mars. <laughs> you know that that that's the next best place. You know but who knows? You, you yeah, colonize Mars. <laughs> but well, actually, some of the left wanted. Remember, Rush Limbaugh used to talk about that. Remember, God rest his soul. That there were some leftists that they were all excited about going to Mars because I guess the U.S. was going to like global warming would destroy it or I don't know what they that'll be the new paradise we'll all move to Mars or something. So good lord, um, it uh, well we got us we got you know you said you wouldn't put your kid in a uh, in a public school you know we got yeah we got to yeah we got to take our kids out of public school. Um, you know, because kids these days on their, uh, there's no ABC or if it's ABC, it's, there's the gay BCs book. They're being, 
They're being taught like A is for ass, Q is for queer, you know. I'm sure there is a gay BC book out there for children. They're having they're having strippers in front of five-year-olds and all that. Creating future pedophiles is what you do. That's what happened with Richard Ramirez. And, um, you know, they're teaching communism like it's something good. Okay, so if communism is so good, why don't you talk to a friend of mine from years back that lived in the former Soviet Union? Yeah, in fact, I just had an annual physical with my doctor, and she's from um, Poland, and she lived under. And we, you know, we talk. I'm a big talker, and so we were. Besides the official medical examination, she had some time, and we're talking. And she, you know, grew up, she lived under communism. So she knows what it is, you know. And, and, and the, how about UFC fighter Jorge Masvidal? He comes from Cuba. He's seen communism and what it does and what, you know, uh, Castro had done to his country. Oh, yeah, that's another, uh, please, uh, even Cuba, they don't even write about that anymore. It's just like there now. Well, I guess Obama, the great one, uh, he wanted to normalize relations with Cuba, which really meant really just supporting the government, I guess, now. Yeah. So uh, it, another thing, uh, one of my other things here, I'll get this in before we leave, but uh, if the United States is such a horrible country, how come so many people are trying to get in here one way or the other? Oh yeah, I know. I know what I know what you're saying. You know, they basically I mean, Ilhan Omar has already basically uh, molded uh, that Minnesota in her image where she comes from. We, oh, even Minnesota, you're right. It, it uh, I had an attachment to Minnesota that I never never even been there, but being a wrestling fan, that was a big wrestling hotbed yeah. years ago. Vern Gagne, yeah. and you've probably heard of that name. And oh, things. yeah. yeah right. And now it, I, I hear what's going on in, in Minnesota, like with, with, with the uh, rioting there last year and everything, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I hate to say it. I, we, uh, there's only so much you can say, but we are out of time. But... Uh, it's been uh, great having you uh, back on the show, or at least uh, first time on this show in particular. But it was great talking to you again. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking MMA right now. No, Exal, thank you for having me on. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, there's a lot more to the world than uh, than MMA. Yeah, there's and some... even MMA has got its. We were that'll be another day, but it's got some of its problems too. So uh, yeah, you a UFC. Is I'm not particularly a uh, I'm an MMA fan, but I really don't follow UFC much anymore. But that's another issue for another yes. day. Well, we got to hit a music set coming up here, JCM. But once again, I want to thank you so much for joining me, and it, it was great talking to you again. Well, exactly, exactly. And uh, uh, in fact, the other day, boy, there's Billy, and and, uh, and then I did look up that that interview. In fact, I said, wait, I better. So I look up, you know, bad Billy, and then. There's some other bad billies that show up, but then I said, "Wait, bad Billy Painter," and then boom, you show up, and I did pick up that. Uh, you did, I guess, January. Boy, time flies. January of last year, that interview with uh, I forget the guy's name. I had a British. Was he? I don't know if he was from South Africa. 
Uh, you had that interview talking about South Africa and what's going on there. I had to, and, uh, I've had a lot of people on from South Africa, so. Well, it could be, but he well he okay he was white, but he had a British accent, so but whatever. But uh, but it was a very interesting uh, conversation, yes. and I learned things just from that one interview that I did not know yeah. at all. Well, uh, yeah, this, so this is your first time on Outlaw Radio. As I said, it's been great having you, but we got to get to that set. <laughs> okay. You take care. Thanks, you, babe. Bye-bye. All right, it was good talking to JCM again. So it's time to get to our next music set. Coming up, we have all for the 4th of July, uh, these songs, of course. We have Stuck Mojo, going to be followed by New Breed and Jesse Howard. We have Madison Rising, Erica Dawn, and Tom McDonald. Be right back after this. How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask... You mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan.
Hillary go into a bakery. As soon as they enter the bakery, Hillary steals three pastries and puts them in her pocket. <laughs> she says to Donald, see how clever I am. The owner didn't see anything and I don't even need to lie. The Donald says to Hillary, that's the typical dishonesty you've displayed throughout your entire life. Trickery and deceit. I'm going to show you an honest way to get the same result. Kind of milking the system. Donald goes to the owner of the bakery and says, give me a pastry. I'll show you a magic trick. Intrigued, the owner accepts and gives him a pastry. Trump chews it up, swallows it, and asks for another one. The owner gives him another one. Then Donald asks for a third pastry and eats that too. <laughs> the owner is starting to wonder where the magic trick is and asks, what did you do with the pastries? Trump replies, look in Hillary's pocket. When the sun comes up tomorrow, tomorrow probably won't be around. Cause I'm a rambling man with a gun in my hand and I'm wanted in this town. And the sheriff man has a posse with a price tag on my head. I was born and raised in these outlaw ways and I'm if I make it through this cold night, I'ma go and get my bullets. Get the word out to the sheriff, man. Tell them not to be foolish. I'm a hell raising, tail chasing, whiskey drinking from the sticks. Gun blazing with no patience. Outlaw nation, son of a bitch. I'm cold hearted, been through the struggle, lived a lifetime. Full of trouble, no role models, no bigger brothers. Me and my daddy never seen each other, so I hit the road at an early age. Had to learn the hard way how to turn the page. Some people say I see an early grave or go to prison from a murder case. But I pray I see them pearly gates, so I'm pretty sure that hell awaits. So I hang my head and I drift away, and I pray to God to forgive my ways. I carry on and keep traveling, living this life of a savage. Tell that sheriff to come and get it and bring his posse, I'll let him have it. Up tomorrow, I probably won't be around. Cause I'm a rambling man with a gun in my hand, and I'm wanted in this town. And the sheriff man has a posse with a price tag on my head. I was born and raised in these outlaw ways, and I'll go to my grave as an outlaw. I poured blood and I made them bleed I took souls and I've set them free You gon' learn today about respecting me And loose lips ain't a threat to me I'm against the grain, I'm John Wayne I'm Billy the Kid on a bad day I'm the black sheep with a mad face I'm a black rose in a bouquet I'm packing up this suitcase I'm a wanted man, got a new case When they come for me, I'm long gone Just tell them boys they too late That two-faced old county judge Wanna hold a grudge and give me life Wanna lock me up until the end of time Cause he says I just can't get it right It's probably right but I ain't going 
back, you gotta kill me first The hell with that I'm hell bound, that's my whole life story And I'm going down in the blaze of glory I've raised hell since day one Had to fight since day two So if you ever cross me, boy I pray to God that he saves you When the sun comes up tomorrow I probably won't be around Cause I'm a rambling man With a gun in my hand
But as you walked out that door, I never dreamed the house on 32nd Street would take you from me. Said you were a hero, you were tougher than life. Taking in the line of duty on that full moon November night. Officer down, they shouted as the man pulled that gun as the bullet shot across the room. You shielded everyone Everyone Heaven gained my hero My daddy and my love Jesus took Media clippings Fill each shop around this town And each day was a reminder Of the soldier never found The first to fight for my rights And freedom in this land Daddy, I'll walk in your boots Medal of Honor in my hand My hand Heaven gain my hero
guilty for shit that I didn't do But I can understand the reasons why you think that I should Yeah, I'm white, but I never put your neck in no noose And I never burnt a cross or hit my face with a hood You can't just label me racist Cause I'm related to people who did some terrible shit Way back before I was alive My parents brought me up to treat everyone as an equal I refuse to feel ashamed cause of my pretty blue eyes Fuck a Nazi, fuck a white supremacist Fuck anyone who labels me as that Because of my family genetics The hatred for Caucasians is so fucking pathetic Go be proud that you're black But don't hate me for some credit I'm not the white devil Neo-Nazi cop trying to pull the trigger You can call me what you want But I'd still never say The white race as a whole ain't the enemy There's racist white people But we're far from that collectively White boy, don't say that White boy, oh you so bad White boy, you wish you were black White boy, dear white boy on some cognac sitting next to me I don't assume that every black's favorite drink is Hennessy I don't dislike Tanisha cause her first name isn't Stephanie not only is that wrong it's a fucking waste of energy ivory or ebony 45 or 17 we all bleed the same Martin Luther King or Kennedy they're angry I'm reciting the facts he's white and he raps he stole the culture right from the facts okay he's fire but we lit the flame he's siphoning gas so fuck this corny little honky man the whitey is whack you letting history perpetuate the hatred within and then you Paint me with the brush you painted slave owners with. Yeah. White boy, don't say that. White boy, oh you so bad. White boy, you wish you were black. White boy, dear white boy. Sister, an auntie, an uncle, and a grandma that I picture when you're openly hating. And God willing, one day I'll have a kid of my own. I refuse to let you blindly hate my wife or my baby, so go ahead and hate the racist. I pray for their extinction. If you want to hate the white people, just make the distinction between the ones who want the best for everyone regardless and the ones who build the system just to smother you with hardship. Stop before you say it. I know what you've been thinking. How's a straight white male in 2018 bitching? You're making me the villain by demonizing my race. For things I didn't do and decisions I didn't make No one that I call a friend has ever owned a slave And neither did our dads or our dad's dads Fuck's sakes, acknowledging atrocities were wrongly committed It's all that I can offer when I'm wrongly convicted I would never hate a man for what God gave him in pigments And I would never plot against him just because he is different I would never judge a human for the cards he was given Or call him lesser than myself because of the race that he's mixed with White people that you hate aren't your neighbors or lawyers They're the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Bush and royals. They're the people who monopolized the water and oil and injected your communities with drugs that they spoiled. Got no patience for Nazis. I think they're better off dead. The fighting hatred with hatred making the hate more intense. I don't want nothing to do with either side of the fence. So don't blindly attack me for wearing braids on my head. Hate the people who believe you put yourselves in the ghetto. Hate the ones who teach their children you ain't shit because they said so. Hate the ones who think you're all the same and judge you profusely because the way that you're portrayed on our news and in movies. Being white and being being racist aren't the same, man, I promise. No, it's hard to tell the difference if I'm just being honest. I deserve the chance to show you I'm not part of the problem. And you owe it to yourselves. We got so much in common. White boy, don't say that. White boy, oh, you so bad. White boy, you wish you were black. White boy, dear white boy. White boy, white noise. Say you should have 
USAC Incorporated, the United South Africa Coalition, comprises groups and individuals around the world working together to create public global awareness of the genocide in South Africa and to develop community restoration programs that will make South Africa a safe place for all races to thrive. USAC works to inform world leaders of the present-day conditions in South Africa through documents, news reports, images, videos, publications, petitions, and witness statements to unite with South African leaders to bring meaningful assistance to people in South Africa, to educate and develop trade schools to improve the quality of life in South Africa, to enact employment laws that are fair and equal for all in South Africa, and to work on trade development projects to improve South Africa's economy. To join USAC and for more information about USAC and what you can do, visit usac.center. This is The Renegade Show. You have three different scenarios here, and I'll give them to you. No, I said scenarios, not Cheerios. Coming to you coast to coast and around the world on your favorite radio station. How did you get Cheerios from scenarios? All right, it's time for The Renegade Pick of the Week countdown. Here we go, counting it down all the way to number one. Who farted? Yeah, we'd like to welcome you to the Renegade family. Does anybody even remember Doogie Hauser? I think it's fair to warn you that by listening to this show, you're committing a misdemeanor in four states. Three children are asking their parents where babies come from. Two children run away, and one mother ends up crying by the end of the show. This is the Renegade Show. Go to Facebook.com slash Radio Chris Master to find out days, times, and stations of where you can catch the Renegade Show. Left-wing community organizers and campus radicals in Idaho want to indoctrinate Idaho kids from cradle to college, teaching them hate America propaganda that white people are inherently racist, gun rights are evil, and it's okay to swap genders. Idaho state representatives will vote soon on Senate Bill 1193 that would give $6 million to a leftist organization that teaches this nonsense to Idaho's youngsters. You can stop this. Join Idaho Freedom Action to put an end to this leftist takeover of education in Idaho. Visit IdahoFreedomAction.org. Join the fight against Idaho Senate Bill 1193. Visit IdahoFreedomAction.org today. IdahoFreedomAction.org. Support Outlaw Radio and friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Show the world how much you love Outlaw Radio with Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including water purification by Berkey, delicious long-term storable food by My Patriot Supply, the New Eden Nutritional Support System, the Ionic Toothbrush System, a better way to clean your teeth, the Invisible Mask, a negative ion generator, 
generator that hangs from your neck like a pendant that mitigates incoming pollution. The High Ion BioKey Quantum Scalar Energy Pendant, EMF mitigating fabrics and clothing, and some really cool infrared night vision binoculars. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live, entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Some of the best blends from around the world, including Serato and Grindhouse Brew. Visit outlawradioabs.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. From the bowels of a nondescript building in a little hick town, this is Outlaw Radio. I'm not in the mood to deal with you today, you stupid asshole! 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard. You just heard White Boy by Tom McDonald. Before that, Erica Don with Officer Hero. Before that, Madison Rising with Ready If It Goes There. Before that, New Breed and Jesse Howard with Outlaw Man. And starting off the whole set, Stuck Mojo with I'm American. And damn, am I ever proud to be an American. Yes, indeed. So, don't have Chris, don't have Steven joining us. So, and uh, use up a lot of the show uh, with the interviews and the music. But uh, we still have some time to kill here. So, let's uh, go into... Shower thoughts. Yes. All right. I'm already liking this one I'm seeing already. Marijuana isn't a performance-enhancing drug unless you use it before a concert. <laughs> There's a fairly decent chance that you have, at some point, handled money that was in a stripper's ass. Uh, I have a few times, actually, <laughs> And uh, I don't know if, if I, you know, whatever I get at the store or whatever, or at the bank. <laughs> People expect Best Buy employees to be IT wizards, but never expect fast food employees to be culinary students. <laughs> Britney Spears is more of a prisoner than Bill Cosby. Anyway, I'm glad to see Bill Cosby is out. February 22nd, 2022 is going to be the Tuesdayest Tuesday of our entire lives. Whoever created the idea that monsters will grab your leg if you put it out of the bed definitely had a cat. <laughs> you could probably learn a new language quicker if you set... Dolingo's default language to foreign language and then took English, took the English course. People who own an RV are considered wealthy, but if you live in an RV, you're considered poor. You can start calling yourself an Olympic hopeful. You don't have to fill out a form for anything. In 20 years, society will have a perform with a generation of women 
that relied on Olympics for a living, only to find themselves without a source of income once they are too old to compete. That's kind of sad for Olympic athletes right there. I will agree there. Podcasts and audiobooks are simply modern re reincarnation of old-timey radio shows from the early 1900s with just a few more stations. Vegetables that use animal manure to fertilize are technically not vegan. <laughs> Whoever found out you can beat, it, beat egg whites into a fluffy consistency must have been extremely persistent. The executive account rep that, sell, that sells CSV receipt paper must live like a king. High C is missing a huge opportunity by not having a pirate for a mascot and capitalizing on the pun of the high C. C spelled S-E-A, of course. Cooks indirectly produce shit. <laughs> oh my God. It's ironic how gaslighting has been so underused slash misused in in petty arguments that people might have to start questioning whether the original meaning was actually real. From a huge clutch play to a next level on tap, submit your best highlights for a chance to be featured alongside your favorite pros. Submit your claps below for Envy's fan flags today. All right. People who do dumb sh dumbbell shrugs display power empath empathy. Antarctica is the only continent without a southern coast. That's got really nothing there except maybe a few science camps. It can be hard to take someone seriously when all you see is a username. One man's phobia is another man's fetish. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. If you buy a lawn sign supporting a person or party, you're literally paying someone to use your lawn as a free advertisement. Hey, I don't mind doing that for Trump. You can hate yourself in the morning but if you wake up at 1 p but if you wake up at 1 p.m. okay when you die you transform into a similar timeline across the infinite timelines until you run out when things when things appear to be more valuable they become more valuable it's all speculation. You can force yourself to be happy, you can, but you can create the circumstances in your life for happiness to occur. And hey, that's that's like wisdom right there. That's that's old-fashioned wisdom. 
You know you're old when you enjoy watching the progress of tree growth. I don't even think uh, old people enjoy that. Apologizing for an offensive online comment is the closest experience any normal person can get to become a celebrity. You have more chances of hitting a fly if you clap at, at where it isn't compared to where it is. Leave Britney alone, guy was right, and we all laughed. The opposite of a ventriloquist is a mime. It crosses, it crosses hurt, okay, I'll start over, sorry. If crosses hurt vampires, would, so would a plus sign. The count on Sesame Street wasn't laughing. He was screaming in pain. <laughs> oh man, where's some of these coming from? Clouds are the, are the curtains of the sky. Yeah, they block out the sun pretty good. If a person, if excuse me, the person who came up with if black fight, if black fight back, if brown lie down, if white good night, must have had an extremely unlucky friend friend group. Some people work so hard for their pension that the stress ends their lives permanently. Facts mentioned in a post asking for useless facts are no longer useless. The aquarium on the Titanic actually got better. <laughs> the aquarium on the Titanic actually got better post the sinking. Okay, I'd say the life forms probably in it, but if they were tropical life forms, that was very cold water, so they didn't survive. You never hear about someone having plastic surgery to look like George Washington. There is no way when telling the Lion King is set. Since evolution occurs at even the smallest stage, every human is important because each person is an attempt to improve the human race. Oh, but the intelligence level is pretty fucking low these days from a lot of them. If, or see, from a huge clutch, play next, okay, never mind that one. That was in there twice, so. I don't know why. Almost 8 billion people on the planet and still no one has captured convincing UFO evidence. Oh no. Listen to John B. Wells now. You might get a little something different there. Inspirational teachers in movies have it easy since they only have to inspire one class. A lot less people would have pets if they could talk back to their owners. Yeah, considering, uh, well, they, they do talk back. They bark at you. Fucking yap, 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 yap. <laughs> Cartoon characters wearing boxer shorts in hearts is a common trope and major, major stores that, that sell clothing never sell them. <laughs>
everyone knows what it's like to be or everyone knows what it's like to be dead just try and remember things from before you were born nothing the voice in your head gr grew as you got older and at one point a small child every human is the one percent of something Scientists cause cancer in laboratory animals. Sadly, yes. We are all main characters of our stories. Guns are, are an upgraded ver version of throwing rocks. <laughs> True. Maybe people who aren't afraid of spiders were, f were flies in, previous in, in their previous life. When you pee outside... Are you donating water to the earth? Good question. <laughs> if Shrek had agreed to the relocation order, he would have been sent right back to his swamp and the movie would have continued the exact same way. Flying cars do exist. We just don't practice en enough of them to notice. Or we just don't... We don't produce enough of them to notice. Sorry about that. If you're a minor and you're 18, then you're a minor when you're older. Diarrhea is the only is only funny when other people get it. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, true. <laughs> Teachers and professors in the next 10 to 30 years are going to be so proud of themselves for making a PowerPoint making the PowerPoint slides in a dark mode. Soon influencers will start streaming from orbit. When Mars gets colonized, uh, yeah, when Mars gets colonized, Marvin the Martian's voice will be the local dialect. Uh, all right, what else we got here? If you have enough fans, you could heat a room with them. If immortal vampires existed, they would probably be bigots that are bad earth tech. <laughs> all right, see what else we got here. Got time for a couple more. The internet is the ultimate choose-your-own-adventure book. Selfies have taken over autographs for celebrity sightings for the non-collector fans. Naps that elude responsibility feel ten times better than a, re a regular nap. We gently punch doors before we enter them. Sometimes. Chicken Run is technically a dinosaur movie. Some places on Earth you can see the sky by looking down. Well, what, if you're looking into water and you see the reflection? All right. We bombarded children with shows and movies surrounding identities. Ninja Turtles, Transformers, Care Bears. Then we wonder why they all want to fit into a group and have an identity. <laughs> Pharmacies are law-abiding drug houses. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, 
will do it for shower thoughts. So what's on the agenda for next week is to be determined. However, I'm talking to a few people and uh, get, getting some stuff together. And I may have my first guest out of New Zealand soon, so that should be interesting. So to end the show, I'm going to have uh, Man of War. I just figured uh, with... Uh, Fourth of July, you know, I wanted some of the best songs. Man of War has some of the best songs. I'm not exactly saying that they're American, but, uh, you know, just listen to the lyrics right there and, and you can relate. So this is Man of War and Heart of Steel. Thank you very much for tuning in to Outlaw Radio, and I shall be back next week. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio.
Hey everyone, Bad Billy here. Do you own a business? Or perhaps you're in a band. Or maybe you run a radio show or podcast. Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel. Look no further than Fresh Baked Tees. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from Fresh Baked Tees. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to freshbakedtees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. If you've been searching for a show that talks about what's trending in the world, entertainment gossip, stupid news, and more, sizzling talk radio that is not dumbed or watered down, a show that is not for pussies, then you need to stop searching and check out The Charles Richardson Show. It's uncensored talk radio. No crybabies. No losers. No futtards. Charles Richardson and crew bring it 100% with real opinions. If you can't take it, Get the fuck out. You can even call the show and flap your gums, provided you have a brain. For the 411 stations and showtimes, like The Charles Richardson Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Charles Richardson Show. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Charles Richardson Show. You want some? Come get some. I'm a mom, a business owner, and a patriot, but I am not a politician. A few years ago, I founded a nonprofit to defend voters' rights and stop election fraud. We exposed corruption, so the corruptors wanted me silenced. The IRS, FBI, ATF, OSHA, and a U.S. congressman turned my life upside down. Their investigations were invasive, abusive, relentless, and political. They demanded every social media message I'd ever posted, the name of every group I'd ever spoken to, and every word I spoke. I was supposed to give up, but I am not a victim. I'm an American, and I will not stand by and watch while our freedoms are picked off. An attack on one right is an attack on every right. So, I fight. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Hi, it's the Big Voice Guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too. No matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be 
sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at OutlawRadioABS.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Well, here I am sitting on a porch writing another song. like me Man, can't you see Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song The outlaw song Well, here I am Sitting on the porch Wishing I with old George We'd be strumming on the cold hard truth And he stopped loving her today And I love to play Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song old song about Waylon and Willie David Allen Coe the man in black and the possum George Jones can't go wrong 